You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zuma Radio, AM 740. And welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler, hang your cloak on a peg, grab a stool, and come warm yourself by the fire. There are stories to be told, and you are among friends. And we are going to attempt to climb inside the mind of the great Nikola Tesla, for the entire two hours, uh, Nikola Lonchar is the founder and president of the Tesla Science Foundation, and he is standing by. Uh, first off, uh, some sad news. Uh, Ian Robertson, my fine rockabilly friend, technical producer, low these last maybe three and a half, close to four years, is no longer with the program. Ian has moved on to greener pastures within Zuma Radio, and I believe he's also planning on returning to school this fall. And he has his burgeoning musical career, of course, with the Grease Marks. So we say so long and good luck to Ian. We're going to miss you, friend. He plays a mean guitar. Now, uh, we have someone sitting in, not sitting in, replacing Ian, and um, we already like him. Because, like Ian, he also plays a mean guitar. He's filled in for Ian in the past. But he is our new guy behind the big audio board. And we want to welcome Faisal Kazi, or just Faz, as we'll call him, Faz. Uh, So if you call into the program, and uh, we will open the lines in the second hour for questions and comments. If you call in, please say hi to Faz and welcome him aboard The Conspiracy Show. And, uh, of course, all of us, uh, Albert and uh, Ryan and myself, we all extend our uh, our, our hardest, heartiest welcomes to, uh, to Faz. A quick programming note next week. Um, Lorian Fenton and Ray Hernandez will be here from the UFO a conference, UFO Megacon, which is happening March 24th to the 30th in Laughlin, Nevada. And Alorian is also, of course, the host of the Fenton Files. And Ray Hernandez, one of the uh, the co-founders of Free, uh, the Dr. Edgar Mitchell Foundation for Research into Extraterrestrial and Extraordinary Experiences. So Lorian Fenton and Ray Hernandez will be here to tell us about UFO Megacon and, um, of course, again, that's happening May, March 24th, March 24th to the 30th in uh, Laughlin, Nevada. Serbian-American inventor, electrical engineer, mechanical engineer, and futurist Nikola Tesla died alone in the New Yorker Hotel in New York City, July 10th, 1943. 
He, of course, made dozens of breakthroughs in the production of and transmission and application of electrical power. He invented the first alternating current motor and developed AC generation and transmission technology. And though he was famous and respected, Tesla was never able to translate his copious inventions into long-term financial success, unlike his early employer and chief rival, Thomas Edison. Of course, Tesla's Wardenclyffe Tower was scrapped when it was found out he intended for it to provide free energy to the world. Without the genius of Tesla, we would not have radio, television, AC electricity, the Tesla coil, fluorescent lighting, neon lighting, radio control devices, robotics, x-rays, radar, microwaves, and dozens of other amazing inventions. And because of this, it's no surprise that Tesla also delved into the world of flight and possibly anti-gravity. In fact, his last patent in 1928 was for a flying machine that resembled both a helicopter and an airplane. Before he died, Tesla reportedly devised plans for the engine of a spaceship. He called it the anti-electromagnetic field drive or space drive. Shortly after his death, many of his papers were removed from his hotel room and truckloads of documents were taken away from various other locations in and around New York by the Office of Alien Property. Did those papers contain the key to free energy, UFO propulsion, a death ray? Were they back engineered by the U.S. government? Well, here to discuss the life and times and incredible work of Nikola Tesla is Nikola Lanchar. He's a former Pennsylvania licensed private detective specializing in investigation after burglary and auto theft, forensic examination and fraud examination. He designed a locking device, which would have anywhere from four to 24 points and sensors, which detected illegal entry. And for his invention, he received the Benjamin Franklin Technology Center Grant State of Pennsylvania and the gold medal of Nikola Tesla, an annual inventor's award. Nicola Lanchar, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you for Terrific. having me. Terrific. Uh, My pleasure. Do you prefer Nicola or Nick? Whatever is easy for you. I'm okay <laughs> either is fine. First of all, uh, were you named after the great inventor Nikola Tesla? Yes. that's uh, Actually, my grandparents are from the same area, and Tesla was uh, for us like icon. Uh, so that's probably <laughs> what happened. And of course, I mean, that doesn't put any pressure on a young lad to be named after the great Nikola Tesla. Did you know from an early age that that you wanted to perhaps pursue his work? Actually, um, I, as long as I remember me from childhood, I remember we having Tesla picture in most important place and i know as a young boy tesla was a very important person he did something like for us was tesla like religion <laughs> and uh what happened um I, i'm serbian also from croatia so we relocate when i was six years old we relocate from croatia to serbia and uh what really strongly happened, my next door neighbor, what is not really close, it was probably a thousand feet away. 
uh, he was a guy who came back from the United States, uh, and this happening in 1960. So uh, when he was young, he was personal friend with the Tesla, and he was world champion in a free fight. So as a young boy, I want to come to champion to learn how to fight, and he never want to teach me anything. And if you're interested for the rest of the story, I will tell tonight, but it's really interesting how much you can learn from somebody who is tough like this, but how many nice and good things you can learn from people like that. Ah, well, perhaps we will uh, we'll circle back to that that story. But uh, so, Nicola, tell me about the work of the Nikola Tesla Science Foundation. Oh, tell me uh, when it was formed and uh, and what work you do. Okay. In uh, July 10, 2004, we uh, make first celebration of Tesla birthday in the Serbian church in Philadelphia. And I make some exhibition with different pictures, books, and machinery. And we form Nikola Tesla Inventors Club. Uh, but there was not many people who want to come in a church and learn about Tesla. And there are not that many inventors. So I go to Philadelphia Library, and they give me the room. I print 10,000 postcards going to local universities and all over and display these cards. And a lot of people come on our presentation. We form some board, and there was in January 7, 2010, we got our 501c3 nonprofit status in the United States. And a few years later, we also have non-profit organization, start non-profit organization in Serbia. It's also Tesla Science Foundation. And and the Tesla family, uh, are they aware of your organization? Have they given you sort of their, their imprimatur? Well, they, only it was uh, in August, uh, William Torbo died. And uh, he was claiming he was only living relative... Uh, and he was in almost all our conferences, and we were in pretty good relation. But there are a lot of Tesla, uh, very, you know, not very close relatives, but uh, a lot of relatives where they live now, either in Serbia. And basically, everybody have a right to start an organization like this. And there are a lot of different organizations. Nobody cannot stop you to start your own organization. Right. But then, so, uh, so, yeah, we, we cooperate with a lot of family members around the globe, especially in Serbia now. And and what is your your main objective? Is 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 it does it revolve around the pursuit of free energy? Well, we start. We have mission statements a little different when we uh, started. But basically, majority of the people, of the young Americans, when they come to our conference, they're interested for free energy. And there's so many different things what people write on the Internet, but uh, it's really mm, can never happen. Like, either if you go to the YouTube, you turn this uh, free energy machinery equipment and everything, majority of this stuff is not really true. There are mo- mostly gimmicks behind uh, yes, we, yes, I, I, that's we are interested in new technology and keep working on Tesla technology, but uh, unfortunately, a lot of people 
they don't either have basic knowledge of the physics. I'm not one who thinking physics law cannot be broken. Existing physics, this is what we know uh, now. You know, there definitely there are a lot of things with what we don't know. Uh, but there are also a lot of people who just, uh, I don't know, selling pressure. Absolutely. When 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 many people think of free energy, they automatically think about a perpetual motion machine. Uh, but there are other ways to achieve. I believe the the expression is over unity. Uh, I mean, circumventing Lenz's law, for example. Do you think that that is attainable? That we could circumvent Lenz's law, uh, and so essentially have, uh, or at least approach over unity, where you're getting more out than you're putting in. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, see, Tesla. What Tesla was saying there. Uh, it's he know where energy is and how he measured that and how he got all this information it's really fantastic and this is good enough you know let's let's just see our planet our earth is big magnet right we agree with that yes north pole south pole and earth turning to certain speed it's basically a big generator and uh, as long as the Earth turning, they're going to produce all this electricity, what is in iozone. Tesla want to take energy from iozone, distribute to different frequency through the Earth. And um, that's what he, he was talking about. And there are a lot of things what people are saying based on Tesla technology, and they're producing something, but I, I don't think... You know, this energy got to come from somewhere. It, it can be just created from nothing. Uh, it, it's uh, So uh, you mentioned Wardenclyffe Tower. <clears throat> I also think, you know, Wardenclyffe Tower was just big experiment, Tesla experiment. And uh, I, I don't think Tesla really want to finish that project uh, because one thing is he has this contract with J.P. Morgan and everything, but he can go in any other country. This was $250,000, what is like $30 million today. Everybody can give him money to, to do something like this. Uh, I think there was pro- Tesla have very high moral values. And I think the problem is um, he realized what can happen if this comes to wrong hands. And I just cannot picture after all this research if J.P. Morgan know uh, if he can get control of the whole global energy. This is way more than banking system. This is something what you can get whatever you want. And you can so, block anybody. You can do whatever you want. And I think Tesla realized how this system can be abused. The reason why I'm thinking that when Tesla left the hour, he don't take anything with him. Probably they take everything before that, whatever they needed. But he was saying this time, uh, this will work when time come. So we analyzed this for 30 years. <laughs> Finally, my son, when he was like 19 years, like 17 years, whatever, he said, what do you think when this time time going to come? I said, I don't know, probably not in my lifetime, I don't know. He said, when people's consciousness is going to be on that level, when people don't want to use this energy to kill each other. Because if you have this energy, what you can, in different frequency, like radio signal, you, you don't, 
they are there, but you don't feel it. Uh, we're talking over the radio, people listening, but they don't they don't see anything, right? So same thing will be with that. So now you have this frequency, what you're turning, you have something, something like your radio, right? You're turning this frequency to usable frequency. But what if you use this frequency with, uh, with energy, what you, you, you have energy gone, and you can start shooting people, you can start destroying houses, you can start destroying airplanes, you can do whatever you want. Right. So for those not familiar, uh, Nicola, those not familiar with what Tesla was doing at Wardenclyffe, his idea was to be able to transmit electricity without transmission wires. So as you say, it would be uh, transmitted through the air, uh, let's say much the same way that a radio signal is or wireless uh, internet. Um, and so J.P. Morgan... Um, my understanding was, and, and you can disabuse me of this, but my understanding was that J.P. Morgan had pulled the funding because they thought that if Tesla was able to achieve this, they wouldn't be able to, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't make any money. If you can transmit it through the air, right. it would be free, right. free and available to everyone. Is that correct? Right. Uh, I don't think so. But there are a lot of, uh, see, there was first movie what was made in all Yugoslavia, and there was Orson Welles in this movie, and uh, it's good movie, but it's movie. It's not uh, all uh, facts. And they, they, Orson Welles, J.P. Morgan saying, uh, "How are we gonna charge?" Uh, it, it's basically what you're saying, you know. But that's information what coming from movie. I was never never able to find any document real strong document what was saying something like that again let's go back to this if jp morgan know they can control all energy around the globe so uh, hey it's it's uh, our cell phones going through the air a lot of internet connection going through the air but we are able we paying cell phones right so why energy cannot be able to charge uh, this, this is not this is not really what happened. Uh, the Tesla will figure out way, or somebody will figure out way how to charge that. It's, it's and there are no way J.P. Morgan would turn something down. So, in other words, and, it wasn't that J.P. Morgan pulled the funding. It was that Tesla realized, as you said earlier, if this were to get into the wrong hands, it could be used for nefarious purposes. I'm going to shut this down until mankind is ready to use it responsibly. Is that the idea? Absolutely, absolutely. That's uh, see. I, I don't even know when I hear that first time. It's probably for this uh, world champion George Gostovich. Uh, maybe he was, you know, uh, and all this research. What uh, I come up with is all leading to this direction. You know, the people try to make Tesla. But just imagine they have for nine years. Well, tons and tons of the Tesla documents here. They can recreate anything what they want to show Tesla completely different person. And I don't believe John O'Neill was really Tesla historian. John O'Neill was a guy who putting, turning whole ship, shifting everything in different direction. Uh, right, Margaret right. Chaney, well, when you're making know, a when you're making a Hollywood movie, you have to have. You have to have the hero and you have to have the villain. Right. And so, right. right. But, right. but Jean, Jean O'Neill was, uh, he published first book right after Tesla died. 
Tesla died in January 7, 1943, uh, and he was born in July 10. So just make sure these two dates are different than you say in the beginning. Uh, so um, it, it, it is many people like uh, Yugoslavia in 1953 was uh, like really, it's not communist country, but it's in the middle between East and West. And there was not many Western people are able to come inside. Uh, Margaret Cheney, she was a CIA lady and she comes straight from Middle East, straight to museum and write the book. So somebody ordered this book. She don't come there because she loved Tesla, and you know she's a CIA lady. She, if you research Margaret Cheney, uh, you can see, you know, and how she got permission from communist government to get inside when every everything was sealed, everything was either in the boxes. Uh, there was not either display anything. There was not either museum at that time. Stuff come there, and she was able to get in. All right, uh, Nicola, we're going to take a time out. We'll come back, sure. and uh, I want to ask you a little bit more about Tesla's plan to transmit energy through the air. We'll also talk about some of his other patents, his pursuit of uh, perhaps anti-gravitics, and uh, much more. Nicola Lonchar is the president and founder of the Tesla Science Foundation. With us for the full two hours, we'll open up the phone lines in the second hour. Stay with us. My name is Richard Serrett. This is The Conspiracy Show. Shaking the world and seeing what falls. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. And uh, we are talking Nikola Tesla for the full two hours. We will open up the phone lines in the second hour, questions and comments. And we'll also take questions from our uh, good friends who join us without fail every week in the YouTube live chat room. Uh, Nicola Lonchar is a former Pennsylvania licensed private detective, and he is uh, the president and founder of the Tesla Science Foundation. Now, I just want to get back to Wardenclyffe for a moment, because this idea of transmitting energy through the air, I've always you know, remarked how ridiculous it is that uh, the transmission of electricity really has not changed in what 120 years probably we're still doing it the same old inefficient way losing uh, tons of energy through resistance and things through these long transmission wires uh, 
Uh, I'm guessing this is all by design, right? That this these inefficiencies are being kept around for on purpose. Is that fair to say, Nicola? Uh, I don't know. It's a huge investment in all this infrastructure. And if you look at your electric bill, you see you have their transmission, maintenance fee, and all this stuff. So maybe that's what's happening. I don't know why, why they don't do it. And um, one of the things is, uh, first, uh, the towers supposed to be North Pole, South Pole, and Ecuador. The tower in Long Island, Cliff was just experiment. Uh, and now the electricity is supposed to go through the earth to be distributed. And after this, they go on the ground and they would be distributed through the air for different, uh, different equipment, what we need to use. Um, so the thing is also, they are, look at how much you will have to uh, do how many uh, different uh, lab tests before they can prove uh, they can allow one little uh, electrical outlet or something like this go to the market. And just imagine what possibly problems can be if this thing come out. We talked earlier about problems somebody can abuse the system and uses a weapon. But what about uh, other stuff today? We're talking about how much uh, are routers creating health problems for different people, cell phone creating health problems for different people. What's going to happen if we have uh, this uh, uh, distribute to the, to the air, electricity, all this energy? And today, especially, the other problem, what is a really, really very serious problem, we have country with they would not have any income if they start selling uh, if they stop selling oil. So we're talking about huge populations of the Arabs, Middle East, uh, Russia. Russia is seventy percent of the uh, income is coming from the selling the energy. So just imagine what will happen if we overnight we develop something and we're using energy from biozone, uh, and what kind of uh, change is going to be globally. You're right. The collapse of the petro the collapse of the petrodollar would be an economic cataclysm. Right. An economic cataclysm. Yeah, I just want to bring this because it's not simple as people think. You know, when kids come to our conferences and they're saying like, "We have right to use free energy." At first, they will never be free. That's no question about it. It doesn't matter what we 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 have. God give us water for free, but we have to pay water. We're buying bottles of the water because they don't supplying us with the right water for drinking. We can't go on a stream to drink. Uh, everything, cell phone, there's no reason to cost more than three bucks per, per month. Once when you develop satellites and everything. So that is just when corporations want to make money. And uh, we're talking about the same thing. If we have energy from Iozone, they will not be for free, definitely. There will be a lot of benefits if it's no health problem. Definitely will be unbelievable benefits, but how to transfer that, how to do all this, how to achieve, uh, I don't think this is going to happen in near future. Every year you have a, um, a Tesla conference at the New Yorker, New Yorker Hotel. Uh, right. in, um, that's in the Chelsea neighborhood, I believe, of New York City. I've stayed there. Right. A beautiful mm-hmm. hotel, and I went up to um, the floor where Tesla had uh, his, his suites 
Uh, it was one big suite. I think they've since divided it into two rooms now, but that's where he died. But tell, tell me a little bit about the, uh, the Tesla conference that you have. Is it in January every year? Right. So again, Tesla died in January 7, what is Serbian Orthodox Christmas. And that's a really strange thing, dying on this uh, day, father being priest, he grew up in the church. Uh, and anyway, uh, the room where you, that's 3327 and 3328, yeah, there, would be, there was one big room, one part of the library and office, and the other part was place where he slept. Um, it was years ago, uh, my wife and I go in New York, and we stopped in New York City and uh, asking receptionists, can we go to see this room? And somebody from security take us up, and they don't either know where, what they're showing to us. And when we come in, so there was very little sign on the front door. So we come in, so nothing was showing Tesla was there. So we met with the technical director, Joe Kinney, who is now retired, and I asked him, can we bring some different stuff, at, uh, like some posters from Tesla Museum from Belgrade or something like this? And he said, well, let's try. Maybe they will do it. And actually, we stayed that night sleeping there, and I started talking to Jokini. I said, can we make a conference here? And he's a really big, big fan of the Tesla. So he introduced me to other people and people asking more questions. And it was not really easy to get in to make this conference. And they give us fair price and everything. And last seven years, we make, like, first Saturday after January 7, every year, we make conference. And we have people around the globe coming. And we have free streaming through Facebook and through our channel, YouTube, uh, Tesla Talk. So everybody was able to see it around the globe. One year we have, I think, 32,000 people watching at the same time. That's remarkable. And, That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's we, uh, mostly people coming inside for free. And we got some support from different people. And, like, it was amazing. But last, uh, last this year was really good. Uh, something interesting for a lot of people. But before this, we have how to bring Tesla in a school system in the United States and the globe. And... Um, we bring a lot of different people from educational sites, uh, what is not really interesting for a lot of people. Well, only think what they really love when Mark Passio, he's your colleague, he have ra- he's a very popular guy in Philadelphia here, he has a radio show. Yes. Uh, he, when he talks and he come out on the stage and he just asks questions and say, you guys just think you guys have no reason to tell me anything. Uh, who have that much power to kick Tesla out from American history? Why? That's an excellent point. That? Yeah, excellent point. Uh, we we uh, read about Edison, but we don't read about Tesla. Right, and you really want to bring Mark Passio in your show because he is guy who, because <laughs> he he speaks clear English <laughs> and he is perfect speaker, and, and he uh, really know a lot about all this stuff, and he's our main speaker any place where we make something we always use mark so this is in january 7 in january 9 to 10 in the middle of the night because tesla was uh, in july uh, tesla was born in the middle of the night between july 9 and 10 so we make uh, in uh, uh, independent 
park in Philadelphia, what is Philadelphia was first uh, capital of the United States. That's right. There, yes. is, origi- uh, there is, is original uh, constitution in a building, and there's this Liberty Bell. Um, and so in the front from that, we make Tesla birthday, and we come. The, the, this is amazing. Like People come with different Tesla corps, different musicians come, different people. We hang around. Usually we plan like we can be maybe between 10.30 and 12.30. We stay a lot of time until morning. <laughs> but, and and are, are inventors coming, uh, people coming and presenting their work, their papers, things that they're working on, energy devices, etc.? I see. Uh, that's again, we can come to this uh, for last many years, I probably be over, I was probably in over 100 different labs. And I would not travel to Germany or to California or Texas or somewhere just to see something. So people are very convincing. People say, I have this, I have this. And I ask them, do you have proof of concept? Yes, I do. And I say, I don't want to see anything. I just want to measure energy coming in, energy coming out. You can put everything in cardboard box. And for all these hundred places that I was, I never find anything right. There are different theories when people come out and they're showing different, really good, nice theories, but nobody was never able to make anything to convince me. You know, I was mm-hmm. there in California in this subtle project where they have huge, huge laboratory. And I was convinced they have proof of concept and they're showing me something. No, they don't. And uh, it's it, it's really uh, people would come. Uh, see, we have more artists with us than we have scientists. And art and technology uh, merging, and there are a lot of through the art are able to show all kind of different things. The Mano Divina uh, Divine Hand Ensemble they play Terramen. And this is instrument, only instrument what you don't touch and you play. And he has beautiful presentation about Tesla and life and the planet, how they can be if people but, uh, work on all these patents and everything. Nicola, uh, I've got to take have... time out here. Pardon the interruption. We'll take a, a quick break. We'll come back. And um, I want to ask you about who you think might be the next Tesla. Is he out there? Who's coming closest to uh, approximating the work of Tesla, whether it's in the field of energy or anti-gravitics. We'll get back to our conversation about the great Nikola Tesla when The Conspiracy Show returns. Stay with us. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This is no place for the naive or the faint-hearted. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. Hey, welcome back. Nicola Lonchar is president and founder of the Tesla Science Foundation. Let me give you the website, teslasciencefoundation.org. 
teslasciencefoundation.org, and there you can find out about their uh, their conferences. Uh, there's um, uh, Tesla Talk TV. You can register for their conference. Uh, there'll be one next year in January, presumably at the uh, New Yorker. And uh, there's a great photo gallery there. Uh, other coming uh, other coming events that we'll uh, we'll talk to uh, Nicola Lanchar about a little bit later in the program. Just a reminder: coming up in the second hour, we will open the phone lines for questions and comments. Uh, I wanted to ask you um, about Tesla and Edison. And uh, you know they were they, at one time Tesla was working for Edison and. You know, I, I can't help but thinking, had they managed to patch up their differences, how different the world might be. Imagine Tesla and Edison not working at cross purposes, but working with each other. Do you ever think about that? Yeah, uh, absolutely. That would definitely be uh, a lot of benefits for a boat. Uh, but inventors and scientists uh, are also humans, and a lot of times there's jealousy there. I want to be one who is the main. Every my invention for me is like one more kid, and I don't want anybody to be better than me. But, um, yeah, the, the, this is a great question. Yeah, there would be a lot, a lot of benefits if they work together. Well, the other one is that because Tesla, let's face it, he was a horrible businessman, and he wasn't particularly meticulous about, you know, his paperwork, as far as I know. I might be wrong, but that's what I've read. He, you know, oftentimes he didn't write things down. He just carried things around in his head. And and he had he had Edison working with him and had the discipline and the business acumen, a lot of those things that Tesla was working on may have become commercially viable. Right. Let's see, uh, Westinghouse is number one American hero business person you know he, he, we can't either compare Edison and Westinghouse Westinghouse is the man he and he also don't have museum in the United States uh, uh, Edison have huge public relations same like Marconi they lay their own RCA they own General Electric they own all this stuff they, they still have perfect public relations Tesla is not interesting for that Tesla is not interesting. Either uh, Astor tell Tesla in 1898, when he come in his uh, lab and he see fluorescent light and he say, let's start producing this. I will build you a factory. And I will Tesla say, no. And uh, I say, I'm not going to give you any money anymore for your project and everything. I want to build a factory and you can have money for the rest of your life to do whatever you want. And in 19, 1898, 1999, Tesla sit in a, pl- uh, in a train and go to the Colorado Springs and do all these experiments. And they, they already have contract to build a factory. <laughs> so he don't care about this. It's not like if he is involved in anything else, in the manufacturing or something like this, he will not be productive that much. And he is absolutely genius. And if you look at, like, why um, you have a lot of different inventors, you have a lot of different scientists, but there was no one more for all this history, as we know, who make more things what humans can use. So that's the only thing what he was interested for. If you know where he is born, and there is like always dark, always look like they're gonna rain. 
Uh, it's poor, poor, poor. Serbs live in this Austrian-Hungarian border. Uh, they're fighting for the Turks cannot go there. They, they're mostly then soldiers. They, if wolves come and kill their animals, they have nothing to eat over winter. Winter, and he was just thinking how to help people, how to do. This is always in his head. It's not like how he's going to make million dollars or two million dollars and give to people. Uh, and uh, he he just want to make something that's going to be for benefits for everyone. And that's why I think you know he's absolute for me. He's science, uh, uh, science, and uh, his spirit is definitely. I don't know. He's. I'm considering him him as a saint. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned, you know, that you you've never seen proof of concept. You've never been satisfied that people out there that are working on various energy devices um, really have the goods. But I wondered if you've ever been out to Spokane, Washington, uh, because there's a real hub of inventors there. I've been out there several times. There's a uh, an energy uh, science and technology conference out there every year. There's a gentleman by the name of Paul uh, Babcock uh, who is working on a, um, essentially it's a, a, a magnet engine. And uh, listen, I'm no physicist, but to me, it's it's pretty impressive. It, to me, uh, the way he explains it, I've seen the device, it looks like he's not, He's not claiming that it's over unity. He's not claiming that it's uh, free energy, but it's it's getting moving in that general direction. Uh, and and the thing is, if if he could scale this device down, or he can scale it up, uh, you would decentralize, uh, you know, the power uh, distribution of uh, of power and so forth. Everyone could have one in their own home. And, and it does appear to me that he's circumventing Lenz's law. Maybe I'll get you to comment on that when we come back. We'll take a quick time out and uh, continue to delve into the life and times of Nikola Tesla right here on The Conspiracy Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Shaking the world and seeing what falls. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett from Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Nicola Lonchar, president founder of the Tesla Science Foundation. TeslaScienceFoundation.org is the website. Check it out. And uh, think about registering early for their next conference, January 2020. Uh, before the break, I was uh, mentioning uh, several trips I made out to Spokane, uh, Washington, uh, where there is – it's quite remarkable. Quite by happenstance, all of these inventors, all sort of working on energy devices, managed to find themselves there. They It wasn't a sort of a conscious – effort that they were all going to move to Spokane. They just basically realized, hey, within a few miles of me, there are three or four people working on energy-type devices, and they have this uh, terrific conference out there. Uh, but there is a gentleman, Paul Babcock, who is working on this uh, magnet motor, and the idea is it it eliminates back EMF. 
And I wondered if you're familiar with Paul, Paul Babcock uh, and, and his device. No, I'm not. No. I, I would love to learn more and see it. But again, I see a lot of different things. And so far, I don't see anything with satisfied my needs. And uh, uh, the people saying, like, they, they're scared to show because they're scared somebody's going to come and shoot them from an energy company or something like this. This time is over. Nothing will going to happen. If you show something, if you really have something you want to show. Uh, I can tell you, when I was in the seventh grade, I make a, a car running on a water documentation. And I, was, I showed to my physics uh, teacher so this summer I have to stay home and learn all, <laughs> all summer physics. Uh, but uh, there either today a lot of people making machines, dividing water on oxygen and hydrogen and running through the motor. They have generators that producing electricity and everything. So, uh, yeah, again, I would love to learn more about Paul. And you can either give him my connection if you, or, or whatever. I would, I would either bring him in a conference if he has something for real. I do. I, I will make that introduction, and I'll, in the meantime, I'll send you some videos and so forth, and uh, the links to his websites and his demonstrations and so forth. Um, Thank you. But are there are there are there other inventors out there that you think are come maybe closest to achieving what Tesla did? Maybe, for example, his work with high voltage electricity. Uh, see, they're, they're from different, uh, not just from energy. Uh, they're guy, uh, Goran Marjanovic, who was a few years ago in our conference, and people from Brookhaven National Lab want to buy his machine right away. He used, before the war in Yugoslavia, he worked for uh, Yugoslav Army as an electrical engineer, and somehow he had access to a lot of Tesla documents. And he built some machine, what he called Tesla Wave. And he's there saying, you know, he he don't know either what he built it because he don't do they can not really explain but that's uh, this machine is different than anything else but it doesn't produce energy they do a lot of different things for medical uh, they're using also in medical field they're doing experiments now with medical field and uh, so they, they are people um, a lot of people doing good things but a lot of people uh, can maybe um, be in the wrong they, they can produce something that maybe can be dangerous so they have to be really really careful and today this is not easy uh, you asked me before about uh, this uh, I think there was a lot of young little young geniuses this little 14 years old kid who belong, uh, built some kind of machinery it's I don't even remember his name, but I think it's he's in YouTube. Uh, but way more than these right people, there are people like I don't know if you're probably familiar with Dennis Lee, guy who years ago he had this all this perfect motion equipment and he was selling to American public. I think he's in a jail or something. Like that. So there are way more that type of people. Right. Right. Yeah, and, and is somebody going to make it one day something? Yes, they will. And uh, uh, now, why this thing happened? When you're talking about free energy, uh, it, it's the same thing like Philadelphia experiment. Uh, we know think Philadelphia experiment happened. 
There's no question about it. But we don't know what really happened for, for facts. We, maybe majority of this stuff, what people are talking about, it's definitely crazy. So why this happened? Why, why this, all this information come out on the Internet and on different books and everything? Some people want to show they know something what nobody else don't know. And I'm, I'm researching Tesla for more than 50 years, and I, I was probably a few thousand times in Tesla Museum. All my life, I live very close to Tesla Museum, and I, I go there when I was kid in, in elementary school, high school, college. And so, so uh, not many people coming in museum or University of Belgrade electrical engineering school, school to show what new they have based on Tesla knowledge. Uh, they mostly of the people uh, creating again this to show they know something what nobody else don't know. They wanna expose themselves to public. They, they're very smart, they're this. And they are this other group of the people who are going to discredit Tesla completely, uh, saying some stuff that is almost impossible. And uh, I, I'm sure there are a lot of good people. There are a lot of, uh, you know, I, people who are honestly working. There are a guy in California, in the middle between L.A. and San Francisco, he ran his electric motor on 300, uh, 300 watts electric motor on 15 feet. Then MIT write all these big articles how they make uh, cell phone can be charged wirelessly. And guy was way, way ahead from the uh, MIT, but he don't have a lab. He don't have, uh, you know, the, the, today to, to make something really great, you definitely have to have a big team of the people working with you. And Tesla always have team of the people. He's not one who work, working by himself. You know, so it, it's really, I, I, would, I would be very happy to get positive answer and say, yes, there are many people who are doing this and they're going to be, you know, very soon all this available. But... My experience is different. When we uh, we're heading into a break here, we have a couple of minutes before the break, so we can start talking about this now and then continue after the uh, the top of the hour. But I want to talk about, um, you know, much has been speculated about his anti electromagnetic field drive or space drive. Uh, what, what can you tell me about his space drive? I mean, was nothing. it nothing? I can't tell you that. No. <laughs> And wh why is that? Because because we don't know really what he was on about, or because you don't think it was real, or or what? Uh, again, I don't know really what happened about. I, uh, let's see. Uh, you you mentioned before uh, airplanes, like, uh, uh, but I, I would not go in anti gravitation and gravitation. Uh, but Tesla make this airplane for vertical flying. You know, you are familiar with this, right? Yes, yes. And he got patent in 1928. So in 1937, I think, Sikorsky got patent for the uh, helicopter. Right. And basically, this is all the same thing, right? And with also having, today we have drones, and everything is based on this Tesla patent from, uh, you know, 1928. And Tesla never make money on it and anything. So Tesla was really practical. He put some theories out uh, about different stuff.
stuff. And but he, uh, you know, I, I have huge book published by Tesla Museum in Belgrade, unfinished Tesla patents, but he never applied it and everything. And he writes a lot of different things. That's definitely no question about. It. But he don't have time to make experiments and make it then i usually try to stay away from it okay listen we're going to take a time out here we'll come back top of the hour we'll open up the phone lines questions comments and much more to discuss including the connection between president trump and nikola tesla right here on the conspiracy show don't go away you're listening to an exclusive podcast of the conspiracy show with richard serrett Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Live from Toronto, Canada, Earth, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett on Zoomer Radio. Hey, thanks for inviting me into your home. Long haul truck, RV, camper, taxi. Your parents' well-appointed rec room with the ping pong table and the shag carpeting. Your loft. That greasy spoon just off the interstate in your cabin in the woods. And a big howdy to everyone listening in on our flagship station, 740 kilohertz on the amplitude modulation band and 96.7 on the frequency modulation band. Zuma Radio in Toronto. Hi to those of you who are catching us on one of our affiliate stations from Alaska to Arizona, Oregon to Texas and parts in between. Uh, those of you streaming us on your YouTube channel, our, our YouTube channel, Strange Planet. And uh, we are on the cusp of 16,000 subscribers. So please hit that red sub button. And of course, hello to everyone in the YouTube live chat room. However and wherever you're listening, I bid thee the warmest of welcomes, and I thank you for your fine company. Just a reminder to check out my podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you can listen and subscribe at conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. Hey, if you want to become an official sponsor and uh, donate, visit patreon.com forward slash strange planet patreon.com forward slash strange planet nicola lonchar is here president and founder of the tesla science foundation and this hour we're opening up the phone lines and uh, taking questions and comments anything you'd like to ask about the great nicola tesla his inventions his patents his lost journal which we'll touch on perhaps a little bit later the numbers to call in the greater Toronto area, 416-360-0740, 416-360-0740, and toll free from just about anywhere, 1-866-740-4740, 1 all right, uh, Nicola, we were talking about, I wanted to bring up this, this lost journal. Uh, so much has been made about uh, the contents of this lost journal or journals and uh, all of the, the papers, of course, that were, were spirited out of um, uh, Tesla's hotel suite uh, by the Office of Alien Property and so forth. Um, first of all, how soon did they sweep in? And and um, take away those documents after Tesla died. Take us back to 1943. Right, right. 
Uh, but see, there are not many things what they are staying inside in these two rooms. Uh, the uh, uh, Tesla nephew, uh, when he come with the other people, uh, safe was already. Oh no, they bring safe guy who opened safe, and there was not really much inside. People mostly talking about this little black book that was always staying next to his bed. Who got that? Uh, the other papers. Uh, are in a public storage and in some hotel somewhere. And there's 16 boxes come uh, shift to Belgrade, to Serbia. Uh, but for nine years, uh, the FBI have chance, uh, or other organizations say chance to go through all these papers. Uh, there are a lot of time people are saying how Tesla did not write anything. He have everything in his head. That is absolutely not true. Uh, Tesla keeps perfect record for everything, and uh, uh, that's how they got all these tons of the papers that are now in museum, and who knows how much papers stay here. So, you know, that, that, you mentioned earlier uh, Professor Trump, uh, uh, his what, uncle of our president now here. Right, he was the head of so MIT's high-voltage yeah, research MIT. lab, I believe. Yeah. Right, and and he was one of the first people inside, and when he walked out from the room, he said, it's nothing interesting here. We know Tesla worked on radar, we know he was asking to convince U.S. government to produce this, to protect country from the Germans. And uh, President uh, Professor Trump make a lot of money on the radar technology. So, did, did we know that he take anything from there? We don't. Most likely, he have access to something. Uh, but definitely, it's, uh, everything was recorded. If you look at Tesla uh, uh, book about Colorado Springs, you can see how perfectly he write every little thing, every day what they did, how they did, what they got the results and everything. So there was also some yellow print somebody write, you know, like Tesla, don't shake the hands, Tesla, don't do this, and people later put this in the books. Majority of this stuff probably not true. Right, that, that he was a complete germ, germaphobe. And uh, the other thing, he had a, a very strange, was it a strange fear of women wearing jewelry or something? That's, that's probably also yellow print. Um, right. It, it, if you, I, I, I live in Philadelphia, so I go with the train a lot of time in New York, especially in New York, New York Hotel. It's Pennsylvania Station is crossing the street from New York. I'm going inside, and uh, one time I'm going inside in men's room and washing my hands and watching in the mirror, and like from ten guys, probably four or five go out without washing their hands. And now when you have soap, hot water, and everything that you can possibly imagine. And why would you not wash the hands? I don't want to either go and buy coffee after that because I have to touch this money. Right. And, right. and he knew that. In that time, in, in 100 years ago, there was no hot water. There was no either water inside the toilets. <laughs> so, so you're going around and shaking hands to everybody. Uh, now, again, in this movie, they're showing how he don't want to shake hands with Orson Welles. And he's saying, yeah, 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 no, you don't shake the hands. Uh, all about this thing about ear earrings and pearls and everything. Uh, I think there are a lot of creation. This, uh, you know, the most people, yeah, he understand definitely how bad it is to shake people's hands. 
and you know he wants to clean all this stuff. Right. Uh, let's let's go back to to uh, uh, Professor John Trump for a moment and MIT. So uh, the the Office of Alien Property. They uh, they move in and there were. Are you saying that a lot of those, most of those papers were turned over to the Serbian government, or did they no. keep anything back? No. Did we lose? Are you there, Nicola? I think you dropped out. Do you want to start that again? We I think we we lost you there for a I'm, second. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello. Okay. Hi. Can you hear me? They okay. Have, yes. Uh, yeah, I can hear you good. Uh, they have nine years to work on these papers before they... No, you've dropped out again. Do we have him? Do we have Nicola? Faz back in the, uh, in the studio, if you could try to raise Nicola again. In the meantime, let me uh, take a call here. Michael is in Las Vegas, and he wants to talk about wireless energy transmission. Michael, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? Thank you, Richard. I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Terrific. How are you listening in tonight? I'm listening over the Internet. Terrific. Now, you had some snow in Las Vegas. Yes, we did. Uh, the first time in 10 years of any accumulation, uh, which didn't really amount to much, so... Uh, don't be jealous, okay? <laughs> All right. I can't so, imagine what uh, winter would be like in Toronto. I moved here from Long Island before uh, five, six years ago, and to get away from that, I um, so that's where okay. I stand on that. But this one, Michael, I need you to speak up, good and uh, good and loud and clearly, and um, your question or comment for Nicola Lonchar. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Okay. I'm on a cell phone, so bear with me. Drops out on the left. Uh, now, you know, Tesla is always fascinating. Uh, uh, he seems to be more of a mentor. And okay, you're, I'm getting every second or third word, Michael, with your, your cell phone. I'm not sure if, if there's anything you can do about that. You want to try one more time? Yeah, I'm moving to another location. Is that better? It's a little better so far. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, it seems to be Tesla is more of a true inventor than a businessman. So he didn't make a lot of money. Okay, once again, uh, we're having trouble. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, your point that he was a better inventor than a businessman, no question about that. Um, uh, Nicola, do we have you back? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, did you want to, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't hear what Michael was saying in Las Vegas, aside from Tesla was a better um, inventor than a businessman, uh, which yeah, raises, uh, you know, I mean, did he, in fact, die penniless, or is that also blown out of proportion? Let's see, the Serbian uh, king sending the money him every year and paying hotel bill, uh, bills and everything. So he don't have money because he don't want to have money. Either when he make this almost million dollars from the Westinghouse, he give half of the money to all these people where they put money in his invention, and uh, the other half he build new lab and all this stuff. So this is, he's not a guy who, you know, he can make investment and make, buy high-rise building in New York and make a lot of money, but he's, he's 
we have to understand his his mind is so far from all this stuff. So uh, he did not struggle. He was not like people riding. I think some things like how you don't have nothing to eat. He lived in one of the best hotels in that time. New Yorker Hotel was just built. Uh, he, when he moved in, there was brand new. Uh, and, and it was not cheap. <laughs> so it's not, uh, yeah, you don't have any savings. That's definitely no question about it. Fascinating. I, I hadn't realized that he was basically being supported by the, the king of Serbia and he was paying his bills. Correct, yeah. It's $700 per month, uh, but that was giving him chance to pay hotel and sleep there and, and eat and whatever. Uh, there are also other people who would offer him money and he never want to take it. Uh, they're documented. He don't want to take the money, but he was... You know, he want to protect Yugoslavia in that time from Germans' uh, invasion. And he was giving them technology how to protect or whatever. But they don't believe him <laughs> in that time. They think he's just too old and too crazy. Uh, but definitely, he I don't think he ever struggled. Like, yeah, no saving, but doesn't mean he really ever, ever want to have saving. Uh, to what extent was Tesla being uh, surveilled and monitored by, uh, let's say, the, the FBI? I think that's that's a great question, really. Uh, I think Tesla was playing with the Hoover a lot. I think He was playing with Hoover. He was playing Hoover. with him. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there was like Hoover and his people are definitely after him all the time. That's no question about it. And it's normal because you don't know what this guy going to you know, they make this machine, they can make earthquake, they can destroy whole New York, they can do who knows what. So definitely they have to be monitored. People like this, they must be monitored, no question about it. Because you don't know if somebody else want to come inside and take their technology and use this in different way and everything. And uh, I, I believe John O'Neill was also an FBI guy or just working for them and everything. They have, he approached Tesla and later you know, young men want to be his friend and all this stuff. And uh, so I, I don't see anything really wrong. They monitor him and they're scared. Uh, that, that's the job of special police. You know, that's that's what they have to look at. Like we, today, we're looking for terrorists. We are scared. Maybe there's some people going to attack us or something. So it's, it, I don't think this is a wrong thing. Well, you, you mentioned the. Uh, sounds like you were alluding to his uh, his death ray or death beam. This, I guess, it was a theoretical particle beam or an electromagnetic weapon. Um, tell me about Tesla's work in this in this area. <laughs> That's one of the things what we just think we know a lot, but we don't. That's uh, he definitely was proposing. Brits and to Yugoslav government and to American government to make the weapons that they can destroy airplanes and boats if they come to a certain point. Uh, but a lot of documentations uh, was recreated by different people. And there was a little while ago, there were some guys in a Texas building, some equipment that was big, big film. About made about, but 
I don't I don't know if this is right. Again, I'm not really a guy who wanna say something what maybe this is true, maybe it's not true. So uh, see, let's put like this. Uh, he, that really nice article. What you can see, I can either mail you, uh, send you email with uh, Tesla make uh, machines to stop the war. And uh, he, this this is Schilt. Schilt today exists. They have Russians, they have Americans, they have Western Europe. They put actually either Poland have Schilt with Russians attack them or something. So America have it, I don't know, did Canada have it? Probably yes. Uh, but uh, if theory on this, uh, the test of theory is everybody have to be stronger on his own territory. So now, if, let's say, uh, Canadians make Canada stronger, they, 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 they're first people that install shield. How we know they don't gonna attack us after this because we cannot do anything back, right? <laughs> so, right. So who can who can be first? Who can have this perfect shield? What Tesla was talking about, not this what today exists in that that technology. So there was one of the maybe it's conspiracy. I don't know. Uh, you know the taxi run on Tesla in in Manhattan. And yes, they, he was hit by a taxi. Was, yes. Yeah, they're saying he was walking out from Canadian consulate. <laughs> so, <laughs> is this true? I don't know. I'm just bringing this because you guys are Canadian. <laughs> so, yes. But but uh, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. I don't find any evidence for that. <laughs> uh, there can be really accident. Yeah, it is strange accident because there was not many cars on the time on the street, and I don't think he was just going in the wrong area or something like this. Who knows? Well, you mentioned earlier in the program that it was odd that Tesla would die uh, on uh, Eastern Orthodox Christmas in January, Mm -hmm. January 7th. And his father was um, an Orthodox priest. Uh, I mean, why do you mention that? I mean, he was what, 87 years old. He was very right. old and very frail, but do you th- right. do you think that there is some question as to whether he was murdered? No, I don't. I don't believe he was murdered. But I just think he has so much in control, waiting for a special moment. He was sick for a long time. He after taxi, he had problem with this. You know, he don't trust in the doctors. He don't want to go. He was healing himself and staying in the room most of the time. But question is. I think that people can extend a little and fight to stay a little bit longer in life or they can just give up. Because if he is perfectly prepared and lay down and cross his hands on his heart and and weigh how they find him um, on this special day for him, definitely did. I, I don't think he was really, either his father was, and he grew up in a church and everything, but I don't think he was just Christian. He belonged to all people, and he loved Buddhists, and he respected for all other religions anyway. Uh, but maybe it's a special day for him. I don't know. It, it, it's very difficult to say, but uh, that's one of the more things why I think he's saint. So he just, maybe he chose the day. Maybe think, he thought this would be a good day to check out. That's that's in my head for a long time. <laughs> Maybe it's 
kind of funny to, you know, for a lot, a lot of other people, what they never think about this stuff. But uh, for me, it's really something. Um, what can you tell me? We have a few minutes here, just a couple minutes. We'll break. But I wanted to ask you to talk to me a little bit about Tesla's self-acting engine. What can you tell me about his self-acting not, engine? Not, nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Was it just theoretical? Probably. Uh, I don't see any. But the what was the idea behind it? That it that it was to it basically operated on the you could use it in any climate. It was based on the diff, the, uh, the 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 temperature uh, differential. So if the heat goes, the differential in the temperature in the environment. Uh, I'm really not sure. I would. I, I. I don't know enough to talk about this stuff. I don't want to get in. All right. Um, and his work in anti-gravitics. You. 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 You think that that was mere speculation? Nothing really. Much ado about nothing. See, there are no scientists, no physicists who don't talk about gravity and anti-gravity. Uh, but I don't think Tesla would come up with, the, with this drawing of the spaceship and something like this. Uh, I, I think this is also speculation. I believe. I believe. Hmm. That, that's going to be I'm very sure disappointing he, to many Nikola Tesla fans. <laughs> yeah, but why do people want to make Tesla bigger than he is? Or, or why would be something like this? Uh, you know, that people people publishing all this stuff and people believing and I, again I just before break I want to tell you there is Lubo uh, Vujovic family Dr. Vujovic family collect uh, actually family. I'll get you to hold on Nicole if I could get you to hold on to that story we'll we'll, we'll pick that up sure. on the other side <laughs> Nicola Lonchar president founder of the Tesla Science Foundation right here on the Conspiracy Show stay with us Calling all time travelers, vampire slayers, and alien abductees. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett continues on Zoomer Radio. To talk to Richard, call 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Poking holes in the darkness. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. To see the light, call Richard now at 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Welcome back. And again, Nicholas Lonchar, or, sorry, Nicola Lonchar is uh, with us, president and founder of the Tesla Science 
Foundation. And uh, on uh, your website, teslasciencefoundation.org, uh, under events, of course, you have your your uh, your Tesla conference every January, but there are some other events there that you're uh, you're promoting. Uh, tell me about those. Yeah, we have uh, uh, in uh, Belgrade, Serbia. We sometimes we do in June second, sometimes in July nine and ten, uh, and also in Philadelphia, uh, we do it on Tesla Thursday. Uh, so Philadelphia event, uh, it's pretty interesting. We also call all these people with the free energy equipment to display that in National Park. Where they are really protected. Nobody cannot do anything to them. And there's Second Amendment stone there and all this. Uh, that's kind of interesting event. So we do a lot of different presentations. We go to Franklin Institute once per month and do presentations for different public, uh, working with different schools, do events with the schools in Philadelphia region, a lot of different activities. People can go through their website and find a lot of things what we do. All right, teslasciencefoundation.org. Michael in Las Vegas called back, but he was his line was still cutting out. Basically, he was asking about the practicality of wireless uh, energy. And you you mentioned this in the uh, the first hour, but uh, just mention it again for those who are joining us late about um, his experiments at Wardenclyffe and and uh, how practical would it be to transmit energy through the air without the need of transmission lines? Uh, it's very hard question. It's a good question, but it's very hard. Uh, they would be perfect either if we have in our house all. Uh, wireless energy and we can run our computers and everything without any cables. Either this will be we're close to this part, very close. Uh, but the question is, did this going to affect our bodies? Did it going to have create any medical problems? And if we're talking about global thing, that's really, we have to be very, very careful with that. Uh, what's really going to happen? And you know, One thing is Talk earlier about the use of a weapon. And second thing is, what's really going to happen with the um, people's health? And third thing is, if the countries would uh, live only on selling the energy and oil, how are they going to act and what's going to happen with them? So it's, in one way, it would be very practical to have everything wireless, to never put gasoline in the car, be able to drive the car. And either what people dreaming, we will never be, have to pay that. I don't think this ever going to happen. Uh, but, uh, no, it's, uh, it's not what is present to the people. Uh, it's very deeper story with this. Sure, it's very complicated, enormously complicated. And we all have a vested interest. We all have a vested interest in the fossil fuel industry. We're all sort of in this together. Uh, Can we talk a little bit about the battle between Edison uh, and and Tesla, AC versus DC, uh, and and, uh, how that was ultimately decided? I mean, it got pretty nasty. Uh, Edison... um, was kind of a he was kind of a master at 
pub- publicity stunts and things. But uh, let's talk a little bit about that battle and how we arrived at AC versus Edison's DC. Right. But see, the uh, main thing is we all know that DC energy cannot be transferred very far. And we will have like a power station almost in every block. Just imagine how many in Toronto power station you have. But that's one theory. The other theory is uh, if it's something like this, if we don't have AC electricity, we will probably have perfect solar, perfect wind. We will use geothermal a lot. And who knows what else we will will make it. You know, also first cars are old electric cars. Before they, we get the uh, gasoline engine, we have electric cars. Yeah. Uh, so they would probably work really good. So, uh, yeah, there are a lot of benefits with AC electricity. Edison was not really easy. Uh, he fight uh, in a way how he want to protect his interests, best interests, you know, killing elephants, designing electric chair uh, and anything. And it was very tight fight. Who gonna get uh, Niagara Falls? Who gonna get uh, uh, to put lighting on a Chicago fair? Uh, it, all this was not really easy, and there was also here in North Jersey, uh, in a, one small town, when first electric lighting was built around the globe, AC electric light lighting. They create story. There was woman under this Tesla light, and she disappeared. And that's where they break Tesla lab and do all this stuff. And there are evidence for that. And not many people talking about this. So, well, t- Hang on. Just let me uh, stop you there. Tell me more about that. Uh, a woman disappeared because of what? It, it, it is Rowway, New Jersey. And Tesla, when he got problem in Edison in New York, he moved in New Jersey. It's not, not, not part of the Jersey. And he have investors, and they build electric lighting, first electric lighting around the globe. And they put 16 lights on a big, big uh, poles. Before that, they have gas, gas lights, and they have DC lighting. Now they have light what last, what give way more light and brightness with uh, less energy usage. And they don't have to come every morning to <clears throat> turn the gas off and turn it on in the morning and everything. So now they have this beautiful small town with a lot of light there. So they realize everybody coming to see this and they're going to, Tesla going to win with that. So in a newspaper happened, a woman, uh, some woman disappeared from somewhere. Who knows where and how? So journalists write, uh, there was women under Tesla light and people watching there and she just disappeared because of the Tesla lighting. And people are so scared, like, and they destroy all these things. Tesla got nerve broke, break and have to leave the, his uh, investors left, have to leave the town. So, so in other words, this was, a, this was a scare tactic. This was a scare tactic to scare people away from AC. Was that the Correct. idea? Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but so you, again, you, let's let's go back about this uh, um, yellow prince. See, I I go to uh, this small town in historical society, and I was able to find 
80 and some years old man who worked there in their historical society. And he write the book about all this stuff, and he bring a lot of documents and showing all this stuff and everything. So otherwise, I will not even talk about this, same like about other stuff, but I'm not sure. Uh, right. So now, uh, Dr. Vujovic and his family, uh, they live in New York. They have 23 books published with all yellow prints uh, what, uh, about Tesla, what, uh, different newspaper what they publish about Tesla. And majority of this stuff is on a teslacollection.com. So people can be able to. So that's how people write, like, you know, you don't shake your hands, you don't want pearls. Right, you, right eat that much and everything and now it's some guys sitting home and finding different information and they're just rewriting the book and we believe you know and again you mentioned you know hollywood have to make different stories yeah the people making creating the stories but we can't take this as a fact i think i love tesla museum website it's not really big but whatever it's there it's for real and i would stay with that Right. You'd mentioned, uh, just getting back to Edison and versus Tesla, AC versus DC, and you mentioned um, Edison building this electric chair. And for people who don't know the story, again, Edison wanted to convince people or was trying to convince people that AC, uh, because it had, it was, the idea was it would, it would need to be transmitted over long distances, and therefore uh, it was dangerous because greater, greater power was needed. Uh, and so he decided... Uh, to build an electric chair for someone who was on death row, I believe it was in New York, uh, an electric chair using AC current, alternating current. Uh, and uh, and so people would would see, okay, they're using this deadly alternating current to kill someone. Again, this was part of the, uh, the PR war that Edison right. uh, was launching against uh, Tesla. But, but it really was lost... The, the battle was lost for Edison after the Chicago's World Fair, correct? Because right. Tesla was so successful. Right. Uh, but see what the other thing is. Uh, uh, majority of the houses that then was built by Woods, either today, right? Uh, yes. Wooden, wooden houses. And now they have to expose, they have kind of, some kind of installation, ceramic things, and the wires hanging in one side of the walls, and they're exposed. So you just have some kind of thing what you you connect your light to these wires. And a lot of times houses burn. And they say, you know, there was saying like, uh, if you want to burn your house, you call an electrician. So AC electrician, so they're going to burn your house right away. So all right. these regulations and convincing, just imagine convincing people to, to put electricity inside in their houses, how much energy and how much time they take. Now, they, when they see this uh, fantastic film in Chicago Fair, you know, how much bright and how perfectly this works, and after this, they start with these different regulations and how to protect this, how to, this can be really more safe. Right, he proved people. it. He, was dem he demonstrated that it was safe. We, we'll take another time out, and uh, we'll come back, spend a few more minutes with the president and co-founder of the Tesla Science Foundation, Nicola Lonchar, right here on The Conspiracy Show. Keeping an eye on the new world order. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio.
To speak with Richard, call 416-360-0740 or toll free 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Big Brother is listening, and so are you. To The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. To speak with Richard, call 416-360-0740 or toll free 1-866-740-4740. Nikola Tesla, we are celebrating his life and his work, his inventions, and Nikola Lonchauer is uh, with us. He is the president and founder of the Tesla Science Foundation, teslascience.org. Uh, teslascience.org is the website. Uh, true or false, uh, Nikola, that Nikola Tesla had uh, a photographic memory? Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure to memorize all this stuff. Definitely, it's... Uh, some something uh, like every genius, probably. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to the phones, and we have uh, Joanne in Toronto. Joanne, welcome to the Conspiracy Show. Go ahead. Hello, Richard and Nicola. I was wondering if uh, I could I kind of comment on whether uh, Tesla may have knocked down the Tunguskan forest. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I, I don't believe so. I don't think he have anything with that. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, and you know, there again, there are a lot of conspiracy about this saying how he go in uh, Washington Library, National Library, and research where is um, most uh, best place to use this experiment, and there are not many people living there, and they happening in the same time and happening experiment with Wardenclyffe. Nothing of this is not. By dates, by all this stuff, nothing is not true. Yeah. Again, the idea was uh, this was uh, his death ray experiment. Um, more than likely, this was a, an asteroid impact um, okay. in in Siberia that just flattened thousands of square miles of uh, of timber. Right, uh, uh, Richard. Richard, yes. Can I yes. say something? Maybe uh, would be interesting because now you have conspiracy show, and there are guy here who turning everything down and saying one of the things what is always in my head. Uh, it's like they say Tesla is cremated. There's no evidence for that uh, because when, when people die, doctor have to come and pronounce this person is dead. That's almost globally, global law, and especially the United States. It's very, you know. So they document when, which doctor, what time, what he write, how he Tesla died and everything. Uh, they, I just, uh, when they have to cremate person, they have to, two people, two witnesses to sign this, per, this is this person. This document missing. That's document what I'm looking for years and years. I'm trying to find out. I call either this uh, company what was responsible for that. I call cemetery. I call I write different letters and the funeral home, funeral directors, and I never have anything 
to start working on it, to get on it. So I really believe Tesla was not cremated. Now, the reason why I'm saying it, talking about brain and everything, you know, uh, they put Einstein brain, they save Einstein brain, they save a lot of different brains. And in uh, uh, that time, in uh, around World War II, uh, there are a lot of uh, experiments done on human brains, either in Auschwitz in Poland and you know, Germans did in that, that, that camp for all these experiments with people. So I really I'm convinced Tesla is not cremated. He's not cremated. No. So uh, what do you think it, happened? They, they have him somewhere to research about his brain and all this other stuff. Fascinating. Fascinating. And where do you think he might be, his oh, body? I, 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 see, I start whole story with uh, uh, Mr. Gostovich, this uh, world champion. Yes. Uh, and I believe I hear this from him when I was a little boy. I, I can't swear for that, but I don't know. This is from my childhood. This is in my head. And I've, for years and years and years, I'm trying to find, figure out what happened, where, where possible he can be and everything. But, hey, and I either think they change the casket and they take his mask in New York. His death mask. Uh, yeah. After this, I think they change him. That's, and I was in the same church. I go to this funeral home. I go to all places to try to find anything possible. And some people, you know, just think like, man, you are in the wrong, you're going in the wrong direction. You are, you know, people think like, I, I don't talk about this, but your show is a little different. And, uh, and uh, it, I'm pretty sure, you know, your public, can understand what I'm saying. Sure, no, it's a time. fascinating, it's a fascinating well, mystery, to be sure. Yeah, and, and that's what, if anybody want to work on this with me, I would be more than glad. <laughs> there you go. What happened to Tes uh, Nikola Tesla's body? Wh who has his brain? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the Bethesda, Mer Bethesda Naval Hospital might be a good place to start, right? Yeah. I don't. It, it, it's you can't believe it when you ask something like this, and then you send the, the letters and everything. A really great letter. What they have was like ten years ago from cemetery. Uh, that's really making me more hope. One day we're gonna know because you know they. They understand they have to be two people signing this. And uh, yes. the people from Tesla Museum, I'm very close to them. I know these directors, everybody who worked there. I think uh, you're onto something. I think you're onto something. I would, I would pursue that. We'll take one final time out, Nicola. We'll come back. A few questions remain. Last call to the phones for Nicola Lonchar as we continue to delve into the life and times and inventions of the great Nikola Tesla, right here on The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Don't go away. The world is being pulled over your eyes. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. To reach Richard, call 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-740. 
877-444-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Poking holes in the darkness. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. To see the light, call Richard now at 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. And we are back. One final segment remains with Nicola Lonchar, president and founder of the Tesla Science Foundation, teslasciencefoundation.org. The website, teslasciencefoundation.org is the website. You know, it's uh, it's kind of ironic that uh, that uh, Tesla, who, um, you know, played around with electricity, would be born during a particularly violent lightning storm. Or is that another is that another myth? Was he, in fact, born during a lightning storm? Uh, yeah, that's a legend saying, yeah, there was, in the middle of the night, there was a lot of uh, lightning, and his mom was saying, this is uh, son of the light. Uh, he went over the thing with this, uh, Ben Franklin and Tesla lived in very different time, and we installed Tesla bus in Franklin Institute, and there's a huge Tesla coil there, about this bus, it's amazing. And uh, connecting Tesla and Franklin, either, you know, more than 100 years in, in the past, uh, Franklin is man who invent the uh, lightning road. And Tesla is son of the light, lightning. <laughs> so Right, right. It, it's, uh, it's, and we work very close to them. We're very, yeah. Uh, uh, one more thing what I uh, want to say, Richard. Uh, I think people have to think, uh, you know, some coming sense. Like, they're talking about this uh, uh, Steve's RO car, like Tesla in 1931, drive this car 90 miles an hour from the Buffalo to New York, and he have some antenna and some box three by six by nine, and this car work on some free energy or something like this. First, just to never have driver license. Never, <laughs> never drive a car. Second thing, uh, 90 miles an hour, you can't hardly drive today from Buffalo to New York because roads is designed like this. At that time, cars have wooden frame, and they, don't, they have solid tires. They don't have air inside in the tires. And there are crushed stones on the road, and no asphalt. So driving, like, I can't believe somebody can believe in that. And people come in the conference and trying to convince me and show me documents, and they're swearing to God, and they're really convinced this really thing happened. Right. And, and well, so we always have to think about, is this really possible? Yeah, it's, yeah, I also believe there are people living on other planets and everything. But, hey, this morning I go to buy milk and I see a guy, you know, he looks strange and maybe he's from different planet. Come on, you know, like, yeah, they <laughs> buy the milk. Well, you're, line, demystifying, you're demystifying, you're demystifying Nikola Tesla, uh, which is a good thing, I think. But for some people, it, it maybe they, they walk away a little disappointed. Uh, but, you know, it's better to know the, the truth. Always. It's always better to know the truth. Let me ask you about something else that may or may not be true. It could be an, it could be an apocryphal tale. And that is that Tesla was friends with the great Mark Twain. And he helped Mark Twain 
uh, overcome some, I guess he had kind of a, a, a digestive disorder. <laughs> and yeah. Tesla's, Tesla had this, I guess it was a, a high-frequency oscillator uh, that, helped, that helped heal Mark Twain. Is that true? I don't know what is Mark Twain's medical condition, but when they're testing this uh, equipment in uh, in uh, some building, what, that, that's this uh, earthquake machine. So if you say with a certain frequency, everything is frequency. Tesla talking about frequency all the time. If you make this vibration with a certain frequency, it's very possible... Uh, this, this can happen, <laughs> but what really medical condition is Mark Twain? And there are evidence what Mark Twain say in one time about something, and I think people also trying to smooth story a little bit, make more interesting. But there are evidence also their friends, then Mr. Johnson and Mr. Johnson meet them, introduce them in, a, in a, their party in the house. And Tesla, when he was young, he read his books, and he was really pleased to meet Mark Twain. And Mark Twain is definitely a perfect person, same like Johnson family and all these other great people in New York were there, Tesla fans. Right, right. But, but did Tesla believe that he worked on devices that he believed using electricity that could heal? Did he believe in the, the healing power of electricity? Yeah, but he, he after the accident with the taxi, he, he healing himself. But the question is, I, I see some really interesting equipment that people develop on, on frequencies and on Tesla knowledge. But I don't, you know, I don't promote that. Uh, I was either in Munich in one factory where some guy had whole factory producing unbelievable equipment. It is Goran Marjanovic, Serbian guy in Belgrade, you know, his yes. machine. Is, yes, yes. The, the oscillator, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's just like I'm really scared that people, you know, some people can have different medical conditions and their stuff can maybe help 90% of the people, but what about this other 10%? And all this stuff has to be a little bit controlled. Uh, I know this company is taking unbelievable money and they're stopping a lot of people. And I know all this about pharmaceutical industry and everything else. Uh, but also, you can't go all the other side and let these people do whatever they want. Uh, I have a lot of respect for that people, for, especially for Goran Marjanovic and, and Chad Damraz and all this stuff, what they're doing. It, it's definitely doing a lot of good research. But they have to be way, way more done before this thing can go out on the market. True or false? Uh, Tesla received inspiration uh, for a lot of his inventions through uh, what were described as unexplainable visions. Yeah, but he was explaining he is just a receiver. Uh, it, messenger. But they, all these geniuses are messengers. Right? That's why I'm saying, you know, I have icon, Tesla icon in front of me. So uh, what we're calling saints from the, through the history and this, all these geniuses, they're receiving uh, what is really God when we look at like this unbelievable energy, what we cannot figure out. They're not big men sitting there with the beard and watching on us. 
something working together. He was talking about all ones. I'm just receiver. In one time, he say, uh, "I'm just discover everything in nature already exists. I just transfer this to technology." Um, he's saying also there are a lot of things in the Bible. I'm not that really good with the Bible, but uh, I'm sure he understands Bible more uh, being in a church all, all his life. So, yeah, Tesla is messenger. God messenger. What we calling God? Mason's calling big architect. People, big you know, church, we call this <laughs> different. But this energy, unbelievable energy, he is part of that. Leonardo da Vinci, all this other guy. I don't think Edison was messenger. No. <laughs> uh, uh, he was a businessman who worked in a patent office. Right. right. He, he have his part, important part. He did a lot of important things, and it's good. But, uh, you know, he want money. He want more you know, exposure. He want all this stuff that he gets. And these messen- really messengers are different people. Well, listen, thank you so much for uh, thank you for demystifying Nikola Tesla, making him more human uh, to us. Uh, And again, people can go to teslasciencefoundation.org for more information and uh, to register for your next conference. Nikola Lonchar, thank you so much. Thank you, Richard. Thank you for everybody, everybody who helped tonight to make this show. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you. All right. Back next week with a brand new program. Hope you'll be along for that. My thanks to Faz, Ian and Ryan and Albert. So long, Ian. All right. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There is nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. And what I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home or at least up the stairs. Good night.